Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Hour two on this Thursday. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. Spent a lot of time in the first hour talking about the Lakers and the uh, report that the Lakers were texting at halftime during games and uh, sort of the fallout from that, the disrespect that Frank Vogel was shown by the front office. And now they look for a new head coach. 877-3DP-SHOW, email address dp at danpatrick.com. Twitter handle at show. Spent a lot of time talking about Clayton Kershaw. Brilliant over seven innings. Had a perfect game. 13 strikeouts against Minnesota. He was pulled from that game. Mixed reaction. Feels like most people thought, He's got a perfect game. He's got a no-hitter in his career, but you got to factor in a few things. You go back to his last start. The last start prior to this one, Clayton Kershaw had 42 pitches, and he left with left forearm discomfort. That was the second inning. And Tommy John surgery was being discussed. So you have spring training. He didn't throw a lot of pitches in spring training because it wasn't a full spring training. You're in Minnesota. What was the weather? What was the temperature yesterday afternoon in Minnesota? Was it in the 40s? Yeah, it was. Uh, uh, I got 51 degrees. Okay. So you have that, and you have to factor that in as well. Clayton Kershaw, maybe putting on a good face and protecting his manager, had this to say about being pulled after seven perfect innings. Yeah, I mean, I, I knew going in that my pitch count wasn't going to be 100, let alone, you know, 90 or whatever. So it's a hard thing to do, to have to come out of a game when you're doing that. But like I said, we're here to win, and that uh, this was the right choice. Here's Dave Roberts on that decision to pull Clayton Kershaw. 
Every decision I make is for the best interest of the player, uh, their health, and the ball club because there's a lot of people that are cheering for the Dodgers, not only just for today and Clayton to throw a no-hitter, but for the Dodgers to win the World Series. And uh, for us to do that, we need him healthy. We don't have these magical moments as much as we used to because we have load management. Uh, we don't have that in the NFL. But, you know, when it comes to basketball and baseball, it's load management. Guy's going to play. Uh, pitchers only go five innings now. Everything's a pitch count. NBA, hey, my minutes, how many games I'm going to play. You know, we miss some of these magical moments. We long for those. If you're an older baseball fan, older sports fan, you remember when. I always go back to Michael Jordan. Second year, broke his foot, probably 10 games in. And then, you know, the Bulls weren't a threatening team. But Jordan wanted to come back and play. And he came back later in the season and had the great performance in the Boston Garden when he scored 63. You know, they got swept by the Celtics. But Michael Jordan became Michael. You don't want to know when Michael Jordan became Michael Jordan. It wasn't the jumper to win the national title against Georgetown. It was that game in the Boston Garden where he scared the hell out of Larry Bird and the Boston Celtics. But, you know, Larry was saying, that's God, you know? That's God in Michael Jordan's uh, suit, uniform. I mean, that's, that was, I mean, that's the reaction of them. And they were the best team. Jordan was 23. And, okay, he came back from the injury, and he wanted to play. In today's NBA, he's not playing. They're not letting him play. He'd be like Zion Williamson. Although Zion doing 360 in warm-ups, I wonder if, if Zion is cleared to play. And maybe they're deciding not to play because you got the game against the Clippers. It'll be uh, New Orleans at L.A. That's Friday. Atlanta will be at Cleveland. I love that Atlanta-Cleveland game. At Cleveland, that's fun. I do. I have a sad existence. Like Friday night, what are you going to be doing? Atlanta at Cleveland. Yes. Yeah, Paul. Going back to Zion, he wasn't doing it in like a gym in the middle of the night. He was out there. <laughs> the trainers and the whole team is sitting there watching warm-ups, and he's doing 360s, multiple. I just think of the conversation you know, a couple days in the doctor. Daka, do you think I could play this in, in the playing game? No, you're not clear yet. What about multiple 360s in a lap? <laughs> yeah, go nuts. Go nuts, kid. How's that possible? Yeah. That the doctor says, yeah, you can do that. But no, I don't think you can play in an NBA game. Yes, yes. So Tom. what exactly is the point? What's the upside in doing that? He wants to play, and he and he's, wants the people and the fans to know, I'm ready to play, so don't blame me if I'm not out there. I'm ready to go. I'm, I can do 360s, and they're keeping me from playing? Well, I think that they want to make sure that they're protecting him and that they have him all next season. But what's what, the point of being on ca having a I camera am, sh showing you do that? Fritzy, I have no idea. I don't see any upside at all. I keep asking people, like, okay, he knows he's on camera. These videos go viral you know, because it's Zion out there dunking, doing 360s. I just can't. A doctor clears you, but then the team is not going to let you play. I don't understand it. Or you're cleared to go do 360s, but no, I don't think you could take the rigors of uh, going up and down. He's been cleared to play five on five. I don't understand it, but... Maybe, you know, a story eventually comes out where we find out that there's more attached to this. Go to danpatrick.com. Tons of new T-shirts there. 
and uh, uh, including a few celebrating some of the greatest dynasties we've ever seen. We'll get to uh, phone calls coming up. And I'd be curious hearing from local Dodger fans, you know, that you want to see him for the bigger picture, the long haul. Now, we just had a, uh, a caller from Los Angeles last hour who said, yeah, but we know how Kershaw has been in the postseason where you can't really count on him. We wanted to see the perfect game. You know, the only other perfect game, uh, Sandy Koufax. You know, Koufax's career ended, I think, at age 30. And that year, I think he won 26 games. I mean, you know, he just pitched and uh, as long as he could until he couldn't pitch anymore. Almost the philosophy that you have now in baseball. But he was pitching nine innings. It wasn't, hey, you're on a pitch count. Uh, analytics have taken over sports. Uh I have a problem with it because it does take the, the emotion, the feel out of a game sometimes. Uh, but everything has a number attached to it, analytics attached to it. 80 pitches for Clayton Kershaw, what I'd like to have seen him stay in, just to face as many batters until he gave up a hit. Now, he did say he didn't, you know, his stuff wasn't great. He didn't say he had any discomfort. That would have been my first question to him. Then I would have said, uh, to my catcher, uh, how, how's his stuff? And then I want an honest answer. But Dave Roberts did thinking big picture here, and I certainly understand it. You know, as a, as a sports fan, I'm greedy. I want to see these moments, having covered these moments, that we don't have as many moments now. When you say a great pitching performance, what comes to mind? Recent pitching performance. Madison Bumgarner. That's a name, a name that popped in my head. Yeah, he had an unbelievable World Series yeah. run. But you don't have those regular season moments. You don't have many of those. Yeah, Marv? And especially it's crazy because no hitters in perfect games aren't usually done by great pitchers. Yeah. And so I think it's bigger. Like when Randy Johnson had his perfect game in Atlanta, it meant a lot because it was a great pitcher with a great performance. So Yeah, I wonder these performances, if you go back in history, Johan, Johan Santana never recovered from his perfect game. Hey, I think he threw 135 pitches, maybe something more than that. Uh, and, and it kind of cost him his career. But it's like, well, he's got a chance. you got to leave him out there. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations. You're not going to pitch again. Yeah, Paul. If you go to like any website that gives you baseball stats and you go, there's the batting leaders and there's the pitching leaders, you know, batting average hits, walks. And then the pitch, pitchers, it's like wins, strikeouts, quality starts is now an official stat on the page. So like Walker Bueller led the league in quality starts with 27, which, which is a grade. It's not a real thing. Yeah. And, but like if you complete games last year, you can't even find it. You can't even find complete games in the stat box because there's probably four. The guy had four. And we talk about everybody now, pitchers, they all want to throw 100. So you want to throw as hard as you can, as long as you can, and then have Tommy John surgery. That's really what it feels like. Well, Clayton Kershaw is a throwback. You know, that's a crafty pitcher. Uh, he, he's not going to blow you away with a fastball. But he, he has that ability to pitch. And, and that's a lost art now because it doesn't feel like there are pitchers. There are throwers now. And that's all you do. You go out there and throw. How many complete games were there last year, Paulie? Give me the over-under. Uh, in the entire sport yes. of baseball? Yes. 
Uh, I've got uh, 23 complete games oh. thrown in the entire sport of baseball last year by all the pitchers. Oh, I wasn't. I was going to go lower than that. The leader was Adam Wainwright with three. Zach Wheeler with three. Yeah. There were seasons where guys like Bob Gibson had 37. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but it would. You know that you were trained differently. The expectation was different, and these guys had long careers. You know, I just feel like today's pitcher is not. He's not built or trained to, to be able to do that for a long haul. I mean, Nolan Ryan could do it. Why can't anybody else do it? He's 45 and he's going out there bringing cheese. Now, like Jacob DeGrom is wonderful. Does he pitch 100 innings? Like, yeah, Paul. Nolan Ryan had five complete games and he was 44 years yeah, old. That would have led the league. I know. <laughs> yes, yes, Eaton. That would be Iron Man Adam Wainwright to you. Yes, of course. <laughs> I remember that season when Adam Wainwright, man, he had two, three complete games. Man, was he a workhorse. Iron Man. Yeah. Yes, yes, Todd. Were pitchers blowing out their arms in the 70s and 80s and we just didn't know about it or it wasn't reported as much? Because talking about Nolan Ryan, he actually pitched games into like 11th and 12th innings yeah. sometimes. He'd pitch extra innings. Yeah. I just, I don't remember when guys got injured. That, I mean, obviously, there were, Wayne Simpson was a brilliant young pitcher for the Reds. He was like 14-2 and two at the All-Star break, and then I think he hurt his arm. He was never the same. Don Gullett pitched for the Reds uh, and then the Yankees. Like, you had guys who had arm trouble, but then you had these guys who pitched, you know, 18 years. Yeah, Paul. They didn't even have elbow ligaments in the 70s. They just smoked Marlboros and pitched right through it. Ligaments? Yeah. Tommy John was an actual pitcher yeah. back then. You couldn't have Tommy John surgery because Tommy John was there. Give me some wild turkey. I don't, know. I don't need Tommy John surgery. Yeah. Just rub some dirt on it. Now it's like, uh, how many pitches do I have? Yep, 64. <laughs> you got to pull me, Skip. Boy, that's... The- Right after my long toss day, though, so I, I don't know. Can I keep going? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Oh, here's Dan talking about the good old days. Yeah, yes, I do. I talk about those days. But it's not that long ago. You know, Kurt Schilling, Randy Johnson, those guys wanted to throw. Yeah, Paul. I got a story here. Nolan Ryan had a coronary bypass between a no-hitter and pitched a second end of it. That was 79. Zach in California. Hi, Zach. What's on your mind? Hey, Zach. Hey, what's, hey, what's going on, Dan? This Hi, is Dan Nance. Hope everybody's having a good day. Uh, 6'5", Um Just got to uh, touch in on the Kershaw thing. I'm a diehard Dodger fan. All my buddies were – I'm 27 years old, by the way, just to give you an idea. So I understand that you want to give you, you want to have him throw a perfect game, but let's be real. He had 13 strikeouts. Am I right? Yeah. In seven innings. Yeah. Like goodness gracious, wouldn't you want that performance later in October? Like, uh, uh, yeah, he's one of the best. Yeah. Go ahead, Dan. My bad. Yeah, but but you know the thing is, um, Greg Maddox used to be a strikeout pitcher. Used to throw really hard, and then he realized I'm going to let you get yourself out. And that was one thing I was wondering about with Kershaw. Like, that's a lot of strikeouts. And Maddox would make you put the ball in play. And Maddox was a great fielder. But, but he was ready. You know, he, he, would, he would usually have you down 0-1 in the count, and then he would throw a ball that you hit it 
but he was sort of positioning where you were going to hit it to. And Maddox was so economical that he didn't have that wear and tear on his arm. And, and always keep this in mind with Kershaw. His previous start last year, that was October 1st, that's when he left in the second inning after 42 pitches. And the injury that kept him on the uh, injured list from July 4th to September 12th. So it's the same injury that he had. Then he had it again in October. And this is his first pitch. This is his first start since then. You got to factor that in. I think the weather, you have to factor that in as well. But would I have loved to have seen a perfect game and with someone like Clayton Kershaw? Absolutely. You know, you feel cheated a little bit. But I do understand the bigger picture here. We'll talk about, I don't know if Baker Mayfield understands the bigger picture. Also, I got an update uh, from the Carolina Panthers on which way they might be leaning, whether it's a draft pick with a quarterback or Baker Mayfield or Jimmy Garoppolo. Have that for you coming up. We'll uh, talk some hoops coming up next as well. Why don't we have basketball tonight? I'm bummed. No games tonight. Yeah, Marv. Todd said this earlier. They really fumbled this because it could have been one play in tonight, one play in tomorrow, mm. and you would have been all squared away. Almost like the first four. Yes, Todd. Well, they threatened by Gray's Anatomy. Like, what's on? Is there a, <laughs> yeah. The draft is two weeks from today, not today, right? Is that yeah, correct? it's so, two weeks. Okay, so it's not tonight. No, it's not. And, and the baseball games don't have a lot of pressure as to, in terms of who's going to end up going to the World Series based on a mid-April game. Bloop, bloop, bloop. There you go. <laughs> Gave you some points there. may there. be a, a Jets-Canucks game we don't know about that, you know, who knows? All right, The audience you. may go there. Are you okay? You seem like you're in discomfort. <laughs> I, oh, that's a big question here. That's a big question. I had chicken and broccoli for dinner last night. Without getting too specific, the broccoli is uh, causing a... Uh, Okay. You could say flatulence, I guess, on there. That's not a, I'm not going to say something with dirty words. But I keep, every commercial break, I run to the bathroom, and it's been like seven false alarms as to what's going to come. Okay. I'm just being honest. That's just, you know, well, I know. But you, <laughs> you look like you were in pain, your discomfort. So well, I, I just have hemorrhoids and stuff like that, but today That's a different bloop. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's gas. It's just... It's just okay. Gotta get it. I haven't gotten it all out yet, so I'm kind of... Doing like the one cheek sneak and stuff. I don't know. It's, it's tough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a tough morning for me. You know, sometimes <sighs> you shouldn't ask a question that you might know the answer to. You know, I didn't make that. That was a George Carlin line. The one cheek sneak. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to make sure you're okay. I'm, I'm okay. Okay. The, the broccoli's got me though. Okay. Do you need to make a run now? I'm okay right now. But okay. like, I'd be lying if I'm like towards the end of each segment. I'm like, come on, wrap it up. <laughs> I don't want to have an accident. You can go. We'll okay, finish this right now. But the last, since the beginning of the show, I had a run. Okay. I did. All right. That's uh, <laughs> broccoli, man. Yeah. <laughs> broccoli plus Crohn's disease equals not a good time. <laughs> and when you get chicken and broccoli, it's like a little bit of chicken and a lot of broccoli. <laughs> what? I, you know, I know they're trying to cut corners and COVID and everything. And everybody's the restaurants are trying to stay in business. But like for every piece of chicken, there had to be. 17 pieces of broccoli. Okay, what does COVID have to do with flatulence? I'm talking about like, you know, it's expensive. The chicken and broccoli was like $12.95 and I open up the tray and it's like, here's a piece of chicken, here's 11 pieces of broccoli, there's another little teeny piece of chicken, here's 73 more pieces of broccoli. It's like, come on. Even though it's called chicken and broccoli. It's not called chicken and broccoli. Then I would know, hey, stay away from that. It's mainly broccoli. 
It's all in the same font mm. on the menu. It's not like chicken in lowercase and broccoli big to let you know you're going to get more broccoli. Thoughts and prayers. Yeah, there's, there's uh, a gas situation and, going on. Thoughts and prayers. All right. All right. I'm going to take a break. Back after this on the Dan Patrick Show. I take care of my health. I stay active. And I uh, get a scoop of M-Drive every single morning. Had my fruit smoothie. Put a little scoop in there. M-Drive Lean, first of its kind. Protein powder actually helps you lose weight. M-Drive Lean is backed by science. It contains something called a blood orange extract, clinically tested. And what that does, it supports reduction in weight, waist size, and body mass. Quick and easy addition to your daily routine, and it tastes a whole lot better than most protein powders. Find M-Drive Lean at mdrivedan.com. Get 20% off your first order. Make sure you use the promo code DAN. If you're not happy after 60 days, you're going to get your money back, and I guarantee that. But you want to make sure that you're ready to go for the day. Supplements for driven guys who refuse to let age beat you. And M-Drive has a supplement for every guy, no matter where you are in life. So mdrivedan.com, 20% off your first order. Promo code is Dan. Don't let age beat you. Visit mdrivedan.com. Promo code Dan. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You could trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the. I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what too is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I, I didn't mean? even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini-games, like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win, or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports, like a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app, like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, Turns out, nope. I was wrong because then I tried right brand bacon and honestly, 
I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, oh. Paulie. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice. And you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right brand bacon. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that... Summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year. Be like, oh, man. Crack you know, one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling. Tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com Patrick. Or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. Don't miss Killing It, the new Peacock original starring Craig Robinson. He was one of the stars in The Office. This series from the Comedy Minds of Brooklyn Nine-Nine is streaming now. Go to PeacockTV.com to sign up. More phone calls coming up. We'll talk about Baker Mayfield. And will the Carolina Panthers end up with Baker Mayfield or Jimmy Garoppolo? I'll have a report on that Coming up. By the way, in June of 1974, Nolan Ryan threw 235 pitches in a game against the Red Sox. He made his next start three days later. He then pitched 19 more years in Major League Baseball. Oh, the good old days. Absolutely. Get off my lawn. Get off my mound. Let's bring in Frank Isola. He covers the NBA. He's one of the stars of Around the Horn. And uh, you can listen to the starting lineup on uh, Sirius XM. He's also the uh, Net Studio host on Yes. Are you uh, a uh, get-off-my-lawn guy, Frank? Are you that old that you're one of those guys? Yes. Okay. I thought you were going to, when, when men were men, you were going to say, when <laughs> no. they would say. And, well, you know, but, Dan, isn't it funny, though? All these teams now all have, you know, performance coaches, the assistant performance coach, and everyone gets hurt more than they ever did. Everyone plays less than they ever did. I don't know. I, I guess you could hire me, and I'll tell you, don't pitch or don't play. This way you won't get hurt. I'm a medical genius myself. Help me understand what's going on with Zion Williamson, that he's he's been cleared to play five on five. He's in the layup line doing 360s, but he can't play in a game? Why? Yeah, well... I don't know where the expression came, but if I have to hear the expression ramp up or ramping up one more time, I can't take it anymore. Just go out there and play. You know, he did two things, which for me were regrettable. One, you know, there's been a lot of talk about his conditioning. Why he would ever film a commercial drinking a Mountain Dew, sitting on his couch playing video games is a little odd. And now you're not playing in games, but you're doing 360 dunks. I, I, Is there part of him that probably doesn't want to play because he's in line to get a rookie uh, contract extension. That could be part of it. Maybe the Pelicans are thinking at this point, are we really going to beat the Phoenix Suns in the first round? Probably not. So what's the point? They had originally said, if you remember, he would be ready for opening night. Yeah. 
So here we are. That was in October. It's April. He still isn't playing. But I just think it looks bad. Why work out before the game and go through all this stuff? Just do it after a shoot-around. Do your 360 dunks work out. You should be out there playing, but he's not. Yeah, I don't understand it. I can understand trying to protect him. But if that's – I can't imagine a doctor goes, nope, you're not ready to play in a game. <laughs> but you can go out there and do 360s. That's okay. I don't understand yeah. that logic. But do you well, think you, Zion is going to stay in New Orleans? I – I would guess that he is. I'd be worried about paying him that much because, you know, you look at the stat, how many games he's missed. And to your point about, you know, get off my lawn, you know, you go back to Michael Jordan, his second year with the Chicago Bulls. Remember, he had a foot injury. Yeah, I brought that they, up they recently. Want, yeah. They wanted him to shut it down. I remember in the last dance, he talked about going to Chapel Hill and he was playing five on five. He came back and then they were load managing him. He was playing then missing a game, and he wanted to get into the playoffs. He said, the heck with this. My minutes are going to go up. I'm going to play. They made the playoffs, and I think there is something to be said for that, playing in competitive games that matter. You know, the Pelicans have wanted to get to this point. They want When they were in the bubble, they wanted to be in the play-in tournament. It didn't work out. They're here right now. One win gets you a playoff series against Phoenix. I think there's some value in that, but apparently they don't. Do you think Frank Vogel wanted to get fired? I think that he probably midway through the season, he was thinking, you know what, if you're going to make the move, how about doing it right now? The whole, that, that whole thing was a mess, and he was easy to blame. I still say they blame Trevor Reza first because, remember, he got cut before, I think, the second to last game. So it really went Trevor Reza, then Frank Vogel. And how about the comments by Russell Westbrook? I couldn't believe that he said that, where he brings up a story about, I left him a bottle of champagne, but I don't really know what the issue was. I don't know why he didn't like me. It's got nothing to do with you personally. You just weren't as good as you once were. And also – you play it all the time. He would he play 77, 78 games. Yeah. He started every game. I, I thought that was unfair of Russell Westbrook to say he had an issue with me. I don't think he had an issue with you. They were just trying to figure out how you can best be effective because you're just not as good as you once were. Yeah, I think he's delusional and, and he should take some blame there when he said, oh, you yep. know, I wasn't able to be myself. Well, you got more opportunities than anybody on that roster right. to, to play. And, you know, is being yourself – you know, missing jumpers, I mean, turnovers, all of those things. And they probably are stuck with him. I'm, I'm if, if LeBron likes Russell Westbrook, does he only like him for one year or is he going to like him for two years? Yeah, and, and the one thing that Westbrook has going for them, I should say the Lakers have going for him, he does have an expiring contract, which could potentially make him easier to trade. I know Mark Stein had a story out there about potentially maybe uh, the Charlotte Hornets with Gordon Hayward's contract. We know that Jordan and Russell Westbrook do have a relationship. So if you're getting him on a, you know, just for one year, hmm. you could kind of make that work. But I, I think for Westbrook also, it probably frustrated him. I think all, and this happens to a lot of guys when they, uh, native New Yorkers who play in New York, they all think it's going to be a storybook type of of Hollywood ending. And a lot of times it doesn't work out like that. He goes to LA. It's the worst experience of his career, Dan. He's getting booed for the first time. He's not playing well. He's on one of the worst teams that he's ever played for. And he took a lot of the blame, which was a little over the top as well, because we're going to criticize guys for not playing. At least Russell Westbrook didn't bail out on the team and say, oh, I got a sore knee. I can't play in the games, but it just wasn't good enough. And the, the star players, you want to hold them to a high standard. And he just didn't meet that standard. Yeah. I've always said that about Westbrook. He plays hard. Sometimes yeah. his mind and his body aren't synced up. And, uh, yeah. you know, then, then you have some bad moments there. Also, if you look at this job, how desirable coaching the Lakers is now with AD, uh, Westbrook, LeBron going into season 20, you got to deal with the front office here. Um, how enticing is this job? Are you going to get top end people? And would you at least place a call to Phil Jackson? 
I'm sure Jeannie Buss already has. I had heard they're trying to get guys on a two-year deal, which kind of lines up with LeBron. So maybe when LeBron is done, they they would probably go in a different direction. There's only 30 of those jobs. It is the Lakers. But to your point, I looked it up today. You know, they've only won over 37 games three times in 10 years. So it really has been kind of a dysfunctional losing situation. The one outlier was the year they went to the bubble and they won the kind of summer league bubble championship with LeBron James. Otherwise, it really has it's it's been a poor organization the last 10 years. And that's the thing. You could blame as many coaches as you want. You also have to look at the front office and ownership. And no offense to Jeannie Buss, it really hasn't worked out the last 10 years. I get it. You did get the one championship. But for the most part, it's been a losing situation, and there's been a lot of dysfunction there. Yeah, when you haven't made the playoffs in seven of the last nine years, this isn't on Frank Vogel or Russell Westbrook. It's on something a little bit larger, more systemic. We're talking to Frank Isola. He, uh, of course, is around the Nets, and uh, you're the Nets studio host. Um, Ben Simmons, any chance as the Nets progress in the playoffs that he could play? I guess I, you know, I don't know what can you realistically expect from him. And the last time we saw him playing a game that was June 20th, and that was, you know, the last game of Philadelphia couldn't make free throws. He was 15 of 45 from the free throw line in that series. So now, after not playing with the Australian national team, not playing any preseason games, regular season game, playing tournament game, you might miss games one and two of this series. You're just going to walk into a playoff series in high-pressure situations. What's, is he going to be in the game in the fourth quarter? And what's going to happen when you get – when they're in the penalty? How If you're Ime Adoka, if it's the Celtics that he does play against, how do you not foul the guy? Send him to the free throw line. That's been a big thing. His confidence – the last time we saw him play, his confidence was shot. And there was a story out there somewhere where somebody said, oh, his confidence is sky high. How would we know that? How are you gauging that? He hasn't played a basketball game since last June 20th. And the last time we saw him play, A, he wouldn't shoot. And when he was at the free throw line, he couldn't make a free throw. And I wonder about this, that in other sports, you know, baseball, you've had guys who can't throw the ball back to the pitcher. You've had pitchers who can't throw the ball over the plate. You have Steve Sachs or Chuck Knobloch who can't throw it from second to first. You know, we look at that and we go, okay, golfers, uh, Kevin Na would get at the top of his swing and he didn't know how to get back down to the ball. Um, yips, you know, guys who were putting. Now, you know, we don't factor that in with basketball players, that they get to the free throw line and they have, they freeze up. They don't know how to do something. I, it feels like that's been left unexplored, whereas we've seen a lot more instances, or at least we've unearthed those in golf and baseball. Why is that? The- no, I, I think that's a great call. And I also think how many times have we seen guys, they'll show them in warm-ups or they'll show them on the practice court and they're knocking down free throws. Giannis was like that, if you remember, yeah. uh, last year. And then, of course, he figured his whole situation out during the playoffs, which was pretty extraordinary the way that he did that. But I, th- I think that's a very fair point. I think maybe you feel isolated out there at the free throw line. And to your point, you kind of get the yips and you cannot make free throws. And you know, Shaq was a guy that was a poor free throw shooter. I remember the day that he got, um, when it was announced he was going to the Hall of Fame, and they asked him about free throw shooting and about shooting underhand. He said, I'd rather miss all of them than shoot them underhand. But he also used to bring up the point, he they didn't really lose big games because he missed free throws. But you could kind of relate a lot of the free throws that Ben Simmons missed last year against Atlanta to them blowing that game, you know, game five where they had the big lead, and then obviously game seven when they had a big lead. Mason Plumley is right-handed. He's shooting free throws left-handed. Yeah. If you go from right-handed to left-handed, Frank, go all the way to underhand. 
I agree. Right? You have a better chance of making underhand free throws. And it, you can't say, well, I don't want to be embarrassed. No, you're already embarrassed. You make less than 40% of your free throws. Yeah. Well, what you need to do is once you get Rick Barry on, and oh, all you have to do God. is ask him about it and then sit back and he'll go on for about 15, <laughs> 20 minutes. And he's going to tell you how he would solve it. Oh, I know. How he's going to solve everybody. I mean, Rick Barry's a piece of work. You know how long he'll go on for. But there is something to be said for that. And it's also a vanity thing. I don't want to be the guy that everyone's making fun of shooting free throws, but yet. Nobody makes it, fun of you if you make them, Frank. I agree. I don't, I don't get it. And it's a big, and you're losing games because of it. That, that's the thing that gets you. Uh, I was surprised with the Nets and the Cavaliers that you had a near-perfect game by Kyrie and a unbelievable game with Durant, but you had to hold on against the Cavaliers yeah. at home. Um, how does that bode for them playing against the Celtics? Yeah, and the big thing with Steve Nash, and Steve Nash, two-time MVP, great offensive player. When he played for Phoenix, all everybody talked about was offense, never defense. All Steve talks about with the Nets is defense, how they need to get better. One of their last games of the season, they played the Houston Rockets. They gave up a ton of points. Their final game against Indiana, where you would have needed you know, a, a scorebook to figure out who these guys were, they put up 126 on the Brooklyn Nets. Defense is an issue with them. Now, Cleveland did cut away. I think it was either five or six. It was never a one-possession game of the final three quarters, but they had a 22-point lead, yeah. and Cleveland got back into it. It's an issue, and if Cleveland had had Jared Allen – that could have been a much different story. The Nets very easily could be playing tomorrow night just to get into the playoffs. Offensively, there's nothing to worry about with the Nets. Kevin Durant is at a different level. He makes the right play every single time. Both he and Kyrie were double-digit assists. They combined for 23 assists in that game. You don't have to worry about that team offensively. The big thing is going to be defense, which we were just talking about Ben Simmons offensively. He would help them defensively. Great to talk to you, as always. Thank you, Frank. Good seeing you, Dan. Take care. That's Frank Isola. Uh, Commissioner Silver will be on the uh, program tomorrow. You know, I got a question for the commissioner tomorrow. I would hope. Well, no, I got one question that oh. nobody is thinking about right now. You know what? Let me has. I'll keep. But let me bring back Frank here. Frank, I have one. I have one question here for uh, the commissioner. I got a few questions about you know load management, but I'm going to ask you. You play the role of uh, Commissioner Silver. Good. Why is it we allow players to carry the ball? Is, is there an infraction of carrying the ball? Can that be called in today's NBA? Why do we allow that when, you know, Iverson and Stockton, you know, we would call carrying on them? And I think early in the season, it does get called. And then it seems like as the season goes on, they call it less and less. And every once in a while, out of nowhere, it comes out. Ask him this. What if we changed if to win postseason awards, you had to play in a minimum amount of games, Ooh. whether it's 68 or 70. And how about this, too? Scoring title, all that stuff. Make it total. No one talks about who led the NFL in average touchdown passes per game. It's total. So Trey Young led the league in total points, total assists. Maybe guys on a second out of a back-to-back -back would just play the second half. It's not going to affect your average, but it'll help your totals. Let's go to totals since guys are playing high 50s, low 60s. That's well, also, you, you could put a minimum to make the first and second and third team all NBA. And, and money That's, factors into yeah. that now with all NBA. So make it. I, I agree. Put, put that on there. So incentivize the players to play in more of the games. And also no positions. Give me the five I best agree. players on first team. Five best players. Five best players. Rudy Gobert, good player. Not one of the top 15 players in the NBA. Yeah. And then yeah. you're, you know, they, they benefit from, you know, how many great centers, 
Had there been, now maybe a few more now, but um, I, I just think five best players. It might be and, five guards, but they're five best players. And, and remember when that first came up and a bunch of the centers said, well, that's not fair because now nobody's going to vote a center. Well, the top, the guys that are probably going to finish one, two, and three in the MVP vote this year are Embiid, Nikola Jokic, Giannis Antetokounmpo. Yeah. All big men. Giannis more of a four or five. But to your point, you know, there are going to be some years where the, the five best players are guards, some years where they're small forwards. This year, three of the best players in the league are all big men. Thank you, Frank. And thanks for playing the role of Commissioner <laughs> Commissioner you. Silver. When we come back, Baker Mayfield has some comments about being disrespected. I'll have some comments as well. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. You know, you get those pieces like there was the hat. There was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship. It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't even thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like digging for treasure or a robot Pachenko machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on, or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS, all in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. If I could eat bacon for every meal, I, I think I would. I don't think I would. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, brunch. My love for bacon is no joke. My wife, who I love as much as bacon, says I would even put bacon in cereal if I could. You know, I thought that I knew what good bacon was. Uh, turns out, nope, I was wrong. Because hmm. then I tried right brand bacon, and honestly, I was speechless. And you know it takes a lot to get me speechless, Polly. But it was mind-blowing how good it was. And now here I am, a man that's been eating bacon his whole life, like it's his job, and I've never tried bacon like this before. We're talking about number one, thick-cut, flip-your-whole-world-upside-down bacon, man. Everything from the thickness of it to how it's actually real wood smoked just makes it taste unbelievable. It's really indescribable. I can't do it justice, and you should really just try it for yourself. Yeah, don't be average. You're better than that. Do yourself a favor and get some right-brand bacon in you. I'm getting upset. Experience bacon the right way. Right-brand bacon. 
This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More phone calls coming up. I mentioned this story with uh, Baker Mayfield. He did an interview recently, and you know he's sort of in uh, in limbo. Do you, it was a podcast. You never know podcast, I believe. And Baker is uh, friends with the host of the podcast, and uh, it's just an odd. It's casual. He's on a couch. There's a dog there, but the dog's asleep. And its legs are up in the air. So anything Baker says, you can't help but see this dog over there lying down asleep with its legs up in the air. And uh, Baker talked about being disrespected by the Cleveland Browns. I really, truly, honestly have no regrets of my time in Cleveland of what I tried to give to that place. Right. And true Clevelanders and true Browns fans know, know that. I feel disrespected 100%. Because I was told one thing, and they completely did another. That's what I'm in the middle of right now. And you know what? Okay, I got I got my taste of it because I've had four different head coaches in four years, a bunch of different coordinators. Talk about the highs? They always come back. Okay, he was lied to. Things change. It's a business. They probably told him that, uh, hey, get through this season, put up some good numbers, and uh, we'll extend you. And then Deshaun Watson becomes available. If Baker Mayfield plays well enough, then they don't even consider Deshaun Watson. At least I wouldn't think you would because of what Deshaun Watson cost you. At the time when Baker got hurt and it was his left shoulder, and I thought if you continue to play, then you might run the risk of them saying, we're going to move on from you. And he continued to play and he didn't put up good numbers. So he kind of left himself out there. While I applaud somebody for wanting to play, it came back and haunted him. And it, and it left open the door to bring in somebody else. Baker's taking it personally. You can't help but doing, uh, do that because it's just you. The team is not looking at this as personal. It's like, this is business. Deshaun Watson, with what he's done off the field, they're still willing to go all in on Deshaun Watson. That might tell you a little bit how, about how you play or what they think of you. Yeah, Seaton. It'd be awesome if the Browns were like, uh, we feel lied to, too, because we were told we were getting a good quarterback. Wow. And... Wow. Uh, Baker was also uh, asked about, you know, the fans booing him, and he had this to say. You look at a bunch of other sad stories. It's like, if guys don't play ball, then bad happens. Right. Like, that's their way out. Right. And so 
when people are like so critical of it, it's like these guys are. That's the way. Life's they, on the line. I would love to show up at somebody's cubicle and just boo the <laughs> out of them. <laughs> yeah. And see and watch watch them crumble. Ten thousand no, people. No, I'm wrong. This guy sucks. Okay, that's that's not a good take there. That's if you said, all right, you're going to make eighteen million dollars a year in your job, and let's say you work for the the city, and Baker Mayfield's going to show up and boo you. How bad are you going to feel? Probably not that bad. You know, Baker's making money. People pay to see you. And, th- and that goes along with the territory. you got to understand, you know, these fans want to win. They hope to win. When they don't win, then they take it out on you. Is it fair? No. Is it part of the job? Yes. If you win, you don't get booed. Were they booing you at Oklahoma? Probably not. In Cleveland, they were. He's taking it personally. And you got to understand, it's a business. Are you going to be lied to? Yes, you will be. Are they going to look at you as a commodity? Yes, they will. And the sooner you understand that, I mean, I, I took it personally at ESPN. Personally, some of the things they did. Well, they looked at it as business. Well, it's personal to me, and oh, man, I'm so upset, and I'm going to hold this against them. Then after a while, my wife goes, uh, they kind of got a hold on uh, over you. Like, you got to let that go. But if I'm Baker Mayfield, then you just say, I want to make the Browns regret that they let me go. I want to show them I can go to Seattle, and I'm going to be a winner. And, you know, this is where you go in and just say, hey, I'm going to give you a team-friendly deal. I want to be your quarterback in Seattle. Mitchell Trubisky, he ate a bleep sandwich. He got kicked to the curb by Chicago. Went to Buffalo. Didn't get to play. Now he's the Steelers quarterback. Jameis Winston got kicked to the curb. Didn't play. Went to New Orleans. Or Saints. And then all of a sudden, he's like, uh, now I'm the starting quarterback there. Marcus Mariota. It happens. Yeah, Seaton. All those quarterbacks you just named were humbled, for sure. And they were top picks. I don't get the sense that Baker Mayfield is there yet. <laughs> no. I don't no, get the no. sense that he's like, you know what? Yeah, uh, team friendly. Let me prove myself again. I think he's more like, not. Nah, somebody pay me because I'm Baker. You know why? Because he's got too many commercials. Mm-hmm. So he looks at himself differently because I'm not just a quarterback. I'm, I'm a brand. Yes. Yes, he does. I don't think Mitchell Trubisky has any uh, commercials. I don't think Jameis Winston has any. I don't think Marcus Mariota has any. You got to understand, you know, at some point, you know, the expiration date surfaces and that's it. Your shelf life is this. And then you move on. Now, you know, reinvent yourself. Yes. Because in, in his mind, I don't think he's like, yeah, you know, guys like me and Jameis and Marcus, you know, he's more like me, Aaron, Tom. <laughs> yeah. You know, he's like, that's guys like us, you know. Uh, Jonathan Alexander covers the Panthers for the Charlotte Observer. He was on a podcast, The Roar, a Carolina Panthers podcast, and he was discussing some of the latest developments and what, you know, the Panthers are going to do at the quarterbacking position. And he said the following, I do think one of the Panthers quarterbacks, when it's all said and done, is going to be either Jimmy Garoppolo or Baker Mayfield. 
The reason why the Panthers had disinterest in Baker Mayfield and Jimmy Garoppolo is because their contracts are not something that they would want to take on. And it was something they couldn't take on to. They were focused on Deshaun Watson at the time. Well, if you can get Cleveland to pick up the tab on Baker Mayfield's contract, he's probably going to have a few options here. And one of those options might be Pittsburgh. But if you want to go into Seattle, do you want to go into Seattle when Seattle's rebuilding? Because you're going to get the blame. They're not going to go, hey, you know what? They were rebuilding. Uh, We can't put all the blame on you. The quarterback gets way too much credit and way too much blame. And I wouldn't rule out Seattle. They may, you know, draft a quarterback. Carolina could do the same thing. But Sam Darnold's there. Another guy who, humble pie. You know, the Jets probably lie to him as well. Final hour coming up. The Hall of Famer Johnny Bench will join us. We'll talk about the decision to remove Clayton Kershaw from a perfect game after seven innings. And the human highlight film, Dominique Wilkins, will stop by as well. Final hour on the way. Dan and the Danettes, Dan Patrick Show. One more item. We close out hour two, Panini America, the official trading cards of the Dan Patrick Show. We invite you to check out their NFT marketplace at PaniniAmerica.net slash blockchain for one-of-a-kind digital cards. Available in packs or at Panini's public auctions on the site. You'll find the hottest rookies, biggest superstars, the old-time greats, featuring official products from the NFL, NBA, UFC, NASCAR, and French Soccer League. There's something for everyone at Panini America. Panini NFT trading cards give collectors the opportunity to pull autograph cards, memorabilia cards, rare inserts from every pack. You don't want to miss their special release of NFT, NFL, and UFC prison packs. You can also get the best players' key performances each week with Panini Instant NFTs. Start or continue collection now at PaniniAmerica.net. PaniniAmerica.net, the official trading cards of The Dan Patrick Show. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The superbly versatile all-electric EQB from Mercedes-Benz. It's impressively techy and surprisingly roomy with available seating for up to seven. The vehicle is all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at mbusa.com slash EQB. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. All right, everybody, game off. Let's pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You've already talked about that. But there's just so much more good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much more to get. You can get unique stickers. You can trade with friends to compete uh, albums for big prizes. There's cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. I was always a uh, battleship guy. 
You know, you get those pieces, like there was the hat, there was the shoe. Oh, same. There was the, I was always a battleship guy or the car. You know what, too, is funny about a battleship? It's one of the only uh, Monopoly pieces that you find that's not just a household item. Wow, you know I haven't thought about that. Yeah, most people oh, wow. don't have a battleship at home, but you have a car, you have a hat, you have a shoe, you have uh, all those things. Anyway, you could also get hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. That's always fun. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their own unique mini games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachenko Machine. And there's always new timed events that will help you win big, like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go. So get off the bench and go download it for free right now on Google Play or the App Store. Game on.